broadcasting from the PilatesPodcast.com. You're listening to Beyond the Movement with your host, Heidi Miller. Hello, and thank you for joining Beyond the Movement, the Pilates Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Miller. In today's episode, we're going to be interviewing a listener. Her name is Regina May De Los Reyes, and she's an Pilates instructor from Manila in the Philippines. This is very exciting for me because it's the very first interview with the listener and also my very first interview with an international instructor. What's interesting about when I received her email is that her story is very similar to all of our stories as Pilates instructors. When I read this email, this is the same story that many of us share and the story is that our lives changed when we started teaching Pilates and maybe even it changed as we were students of Pilates and then became teachers and now we're watching our students change. And we're not talking about just little things, we're talking about being able to, um, I'll use some of Regina's words, but spring cleaning her life, weeding out the unnecessary from material clutter down to emotional issues. And you know, all those things we've, we've all experienced. So this is a very exciting interview for me to share with you because I think that when we can look deeper within, we all have the same story. And it doesn't matter where in the world we, we live. So it shows the deeper consciousness of Pilates as a system and unique and how it is really going much more beyond the physical movement of the exercise. So join us here on the interview with Regina. Thank you, Regina, for joining me on today's show. How are you doing today? Thank you. Very good and excited. Nervous, too. (laughs) Well, no need to be nervous. This is a fun process. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you, and likewise. So the first question I have for you, Regina, is is how did you get started with Pilates? Um, I actually started uh, informally about more, more than three years ago, um, there was just an ad here locally for uh, a local studio looking for uh, instru- uh, well apprentices that they would train here locally for a particular method, and I just replied, and it turned out just that some of the people in the studio were my colleagues from the dance world, so they were instantly happy to take me in. I actually... Um, deferred for a year because I wasn't sure what it was about because uh, Pilaris is quite in the Philippines. However, by some good synchronicity, they called me back and I was more ready a year after and then, then I jumped in. Um, so I started training and then apprenticing at the same time and teaching, uh, teaching officially at the same time as an apprentice. Prior to being in Pilaris, Itself, I had been dancing since high school as my recreation, and I was, you know, secretly looking to be professional with it. But I was very overweight at that time, and so through the years, I got to my healthy ideal weight now, and I thought, why not share it with other people? So, at around that time, after doing a lot of different jobs, and I became free. Uh, that uh, job ad came out, and I was more fit. I, I got fit naturally by myself. So I thought, why not share it that way professionally? 
it sounded like a good profession, a good job at that time. So, yes, I jumped in. After more than a year of apprenticing in Manila, I opted to take a break and be with my family in the U.S. in San Diego. And then that's where I started taking my official training, got certified, and I've been going back and forth since then from Manila and uh, San Diego. So here I am now. Um, I'm going on my fourth year of teaching Pilates professionally. So it's been great, uh, ups and downs, but I'm happy that I'm going on a good, smooth balance at this point. Yeah. Great. So there. And the Pilates training that you received is Stop Pilates. And can you um, yes. just tell our listeners, um, just give a little bit of, um, uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about Stop Pilates and why you chose Stop Pilates. Yeah. Yes, uh, thought Pilates, well, at that time I started, it was the only choice, so I didn't know, well, although I knew there were other methods around, since it was the method practiced by uh, the studio, then I jumped in, I went through an apprentice uh, training from within, and uh, thought Pilates is a method that was founded by Myra Scott Mary Sue from Toronto, Canada, and it's known to be now as one of the leading organizations in the world for Pilates. So um, I went through the training and I fell in love with it. I was very happy with how the training was conducted, much thanks to my instructor trainers, Marshall and Lucy, if they could hear this. Also here in Manila, it's uh, Vivian Zapanta also practices the method here, so I get to take further training in Manila as well. Great. Um, Pilates uh, has found a way to give a contemporary approach to Joseph Pilates' classical or original teachings. And the way we do it is with a lot of modifications to apply for particular postures to more particular needs. And we practice a lot of variety with the program. And of course, um, we listen to the needs of our clients. So we don't we encourage them to chat, to progress and challenge at their own pace. At the same time, uh, we try to share with them the basic principles they follow in the method with regard to pelvic placement, ribcage placement, shoulders, and the head and the neck. So it's a lot of safety mm-hmm. and creativity at the same time. It's, it's, it's a great method that I, I love, but I'm also open to learn other things. So, but so far, it's where I'm in, I'm more uh, directly affiliated with. So, I am a Stop Pilates certified instructor. Wonderful. And is Pilates, um, is it widespread in the Philippines? Right now in the Philippines, it's getting to be more popular. Um, it started here with a New York trained instructor. Her name is Cecile Ticanco. She was a ballerina. And from then on, other instructors... Uh, were born. They some other instructors took other methods. Some took thought. Some took New York, and it is becoming popular, uh, particularly of course here in the capital of Manila. And there is a great demand for it. Uh, we we get fully booked in the studio, and it's also what I hear about other studios. Sometimes we have to put clients on waiting list because. Um, there are peak hours that we cannot meet because there is, the number of instructors are not enough. So we are uh, constantly searching for new instructors along the way as far as our studio is concerned where I work. So, wow. 
It is growing. It is growing. So, in, and uh, we have to continually educate and share it with people in the country because um, it's surprising how much or how little they know about it. And then when they discover it, some of them get really hooked. So it's, it's been great. So there, there is a market for it here in the Philippines. And um, I, how has Pilates um, changed your life? And I just want to refer to um, uh, a quote in your blog, and, and then you can maybe explain that with that question. But um, this is a quote from your blog. It says, What I've learned as an instructor naturally cascades to my daily life as myself, as I, am, as I aim to be a more deeply integrated person. So I wanted to kind of know, um, first of all, how Pilates has changed your life, and then and maybe explain just that, um, those words that you used in your blog. Okay, great. Um, well, first of all, uh, it came to me, it, I thought it was just a job, because I wanted to do a profession that engaged in physical activity with a purpose. I was a dancer, and I didn't want to just perform and be selfish about it. I wanted to help people as I was able to help myself get healthier and lose weight because I was scared of getting diabetes in the family. Um, so I got into Pilates. I loved it because it was like dance for me with how it is choreographed, how it can be modified to challenge you further. So I achieved the physical fitness that I wanted. The weight loss was there. The strength is there. So I was great. Great. I've achieved that. So what's next? So naturally, um, I just had this this inner calling to share it with people. So I thought, great. If I couldn't have it as a job, then great. Make money out of it. So and then that that I have met. So taking it further, um, I had to focus. I, I'm sure you you know that Heidi that to do Pilates you have to be quiet. Um, we don't play music where we laugh. Um, you have to listen to your body and know know yourself. No, not just your body parts. Okay, you, sh- you should know your shoulders. You should know your transverses. But aside from that, to be able to discover that hey, I can do this now. I can do something harder now. Or another thing is hey, this is important to me. Or maybe I can. Um, take it further, take a greater challenge. How does it cascade to my daily life is learning to quiet down. Um, I live in a bustling city. We live in a bustling world where we get influences left and right that, you know, we, we can do this and that, where we get pressured to accomplish so many things in 24 hours. But I've learned that Okay, it's okay to be quiet. It's okay to have priorities. It's okay to not do everything at the same time. And um, in that way, I've learned to to really focus on what's really important to me and also to what is good for other people. Um, it's like that. It's cascaded it's, it's to my relationships. I've really decided to choose who to keep as important to me and who I can stay in touch with and who would need me as well. It cascades to my first um, 
daily routine, the what planning my time, planning when to eat, what to eat. Um, I've learned to value those little things as well, and it's become very fruitful because right now, at least I can say, um, I can say no to some things. I don't have to be everything to everyone because literally I cannot spread myself too thin. Um, I get lots of calls for teaching in lots of places, but I've learned to, to budget my time because I really have gotten sick because of overwork. And uh, it's not it's not a good thing to, to get sick just because I'm overexhausted. So I've learned to do that. Um, and also with the words that I say with my thoughts, I've learned to know what are positive, what are helpful, and what are nourishing. So I'm careful with what I speak, with how I speak, with the actions that I do, with the interactions that I do in everyday life. When I go to the bank, when I go to the supermarket, when I go to the restaurant, um, it's starting to come naturally to be pleasant. Mm-hmm. And to be very uh, just accommodating, and it's in the same way, I'm happy that I, I it comes back um, in the same degree. People warm up to me easily, not like before when I I would be very defensive and I would say, hey, you know, you're doing Pilates, you have to uh, use your transverses and all that right away. You have to challenge yourself right away. But now, no. Um, with my clients, I've learned to see where they come from and take it from there and the progress comes more beautifully than I think. So it it becomes inspiring. Um, I get so excited, but I also try to uh, keep quiet about it so as not to scare my clients. They're like, oh, this Peter, she's so, she's so high for today. But yeah, it, it, it's been, it's been great how it just happens. Um, I've learned to take my lessons and take constructive criticism well. I used to be very uh, aggressive about it and be very uh, defensive, as I said, and people have called me conceited as well. Sure. And I learned to take a step back and say, okay, if I should learn this, then okay, I should. (laughs) If um, not yet, then okay, I'll be thankful for it as well. Who knows when it will be useful. So... It might sound abstract to you or to other listeners, but it does get to a point in our lives that if, as long as we welcome it, then the good lessons come and you just realize, hey, I'm happy that it happened because it made me much better as not just a person, but also in my work and in, in, um, in everything else we do. So, yes, that's basically it. <laughs> well, you know, one reason why I was really drawn to interview you is because your story is very similar to my story and other people's stories that I've talked to. And and as in, as teachers, we all seem to have had a before Pilates life and an and a after Pilates life, and and then not like that, yeah. but just continue to evolve as teachers. And and like you had said, as being a teacher, we do have to accept, um, you know, critical, uh, constructive criticism, and that's how we yeah. that's how we grow as teachers. But I think inherently in the method, um, though, I know when I first started teaching Pilates, 
I was very much the same way as you're describing how you were. And I think that inherently at first it, it's kind of um, easy to fall into that. But then all of a sudden you start to see uh, the bigger picture, you know, kind of like what you're saying as far as now you're listening to your clients and you're seeing where yeah. they've started from, where they've come from and where they're going. So now you're starting to see it more as a journey rather than as a method. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, if, I, if I may add, um, like I heard from your past interview with Gary Calderon and all that, like they say, you know, if you aim to be perfect, then you stay there. Yes. And there's no more room to grow. Who knows if you can take it further? Not to say that to be more perfect, but who knows how much more you can blossom, not just for yourself, but for your clients. So... I get surprises what my clients achieve, and as much as I want to take credit for it, I, I give them the credit because if they had not opened up on their own, we would have stopped, you know, interacting long ago, and they would have left the lot and I would have just have given up as well. Absolutely. So, what? Um, how do you keep inspired every day um, as you teach Pilates? That's a very good question. It's uh, lots of hard work. Uh, I get physically tired. But uh, my inspiration really comes from, first of all, my clients, how how they um, just naturally tell me how they get better with just carrying their babies or improving their golf swing, as I wrote in my blog, or um, they don't get back pains anymore. Um, they're able to sit more comfortably. Those little stories, it might sound, you know, um, insignificant to us, but, well, for people to, for my 82-year-old client to be walking more holes now in the golf course, for me, that's a big deal because um, we, I, I, we have to be thankful for our blessings. Not a lot of people have complete bodies or not a lot of people have complete functions of their bodies, so that's one thing to be grateful for. Secondly, I really get inspired when I learn new things. Um, it, it, this, this profession has to be very self-motivated. You know, you don't have a boss he's telling you what to do each day and just wait for what assignments to get. But here, um, I'm always, I always look for something to learn from. Um, I look for new books to read. Um, I brush up uh, on my own myself. Um, even if I think that I know everything at this point, <laughs> sometimes I get defeated, but then I think, hey, wait a minute, look, read between the lines, see how it goes. Um, so there, so I I check up thanks, thanks to your website, I, I get new titles, and I have other good friends in the business who are very friendly with me and nothing competitive, so we help each other, so hey, guess what? check out this new title, check out this new book, or check out this website, um, check out this new move, what do you think? So um, I get inspired by that because I've I've discovered in, in this industry there are just uh, an extremes of people. Um, I wouldn't want to say bad things about that, but there are good ones and there are not so good ones. So Absolutely. I'm happy that we can still affiliate with, with the right people who can help each other and not put, each, put the other people down because I've seen that already and I'm glad they can still um, stand my ground and 
not be swayed by the insidious habits. So instead of focusing on the gossip, I turn the other way and fill my time with learning, with studying, and just inspire myself by myself. And of course, to the people I meet. So I've learned to take um, suggestions in stride, and then if it works, then great, I give them credit for it. So it's it's kind of a give and take cycle, Heidi. Um, mm-hmm. You've probably yeah, encountered that, so I share what I know, and then if people know something else they share, then I take it great. Then it sounds good, so then let's take it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good give and take cycle, and if I feel I have nothing more to give, then that's when I add on to myself <laughs> and learn, and then air further, just and just just go on pay it forward. So yeah, that's how I keep myself inspired. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with me, Regina. I really appreciate it. If if our listeners would like to contact you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, all right. Uh, I have an email that's accessible anytime. Um, I've named it after what I do in my name. My email is um, dancedpilatesqueen, that's one word, that's the word dance, the word pilates, and the word queen. Uh, that's Queen at yahoo.com. Um, by the way, that's because my name, Regina, means queen, so I just put all that together. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I do have a blog which has the same name. It's called dancepilatesqueen.blogspot.com. Um, you can find out about me from there, and my face is there. And I'll just post my whereabouts there for those who are interested in classes. I can write down where I can be found. And I always reply to my email so we can take it from there. And then um, that's the best way to accept me. Great. Well, thank you so much, Regina, for joining me on today's show. And um, I'll yes. include in our show notes a um, p- way for our listeners to get in contact with you. All right. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed listening to the interview with Regina and I. I certainly enjoyed talking with Regina and getting to know her. I've also been visiting her blog, which is at dancepilatesqueen.blogspot.com. And in her blog, she's very real. And we talked about that after the show And that's part of my mission with this podcast is to be real and to talk to real people. And talking to listeners out there really helps us get that mission accomplished. And it was just it was just really exciting for me. And and it's it's um, something I hope to continue doing. But to do that, we need your help. So to I'd like for some of you to send in some emails and send in some suggestions and and Regina all she did was just send in an email just basically telling me her experience and I was enlightened by it and really wanted to find out more about her and just um, interview her so it, it doesn't take much and I'm I'm a real fun person to talk with and we always have a really good time I also just want to say I really appreciate the donations that I've been receiving um, on the website www.thepilatespodcast.com. There's a donations button, and it really helps out um, with the production of the show, and I appreciate all those who have done that, so thank you very much. I also appreciate all the emails that I receive. I've also noticed a lot more entries on the forum, which is 
great. Um, I hope that you will all continue to visit that. Again, that is at www.thepilatespodcast.com. There's some pretty interesting conversations going on right now, so you should join in and, and see what you may have to say. So again, thank you for tuning in, and I will look forward to talking with you next time. I'm your host, Heidi Miller.